Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Our guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you both for having me. I enjoy coming back. Her pleasure. Yeah. A lot of things going on now here in the month of September, I would think. It is sort of, uh, you know, harbinger of the change of seasons, isn't it? <laughs> it you know, is. back to school and everything. Uh, and so I've noticed the traffic picking up in our local area. That's for darn sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially those uh, big uh, yellow buses. Yeah. And we work, I work right <laughs> close to this, the high school. And so it, it gets a little tricky. Yeah. Uh, it just reminds me the changes of seasons, uh, what the different things that we're recognizing. And September is National Suicide Prevention Month. Mm. This is a topic that it's scary for many people to think about or to talk about. But mental health, I think what we're learning about mental health is it will thrive in the dark. It will thrive in secrecy. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about these kinds of things much more openly than yes. we have historically. Yes. Some tips for folks out there that may have someone who they think is struggling. Um, one, just be there. Individuals are more likely to feel less depressed, less suicidal, and more hopeful after speaking to someone without judgment. So just listening and being there for people keeping them safe. Uh, Studies have indicated that if there are lethal means in the household, uh, you may want to think about removing those if you have someone who is struggling with these kinds of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Help them stay connected. Helping someone at risk create a network of resources of individuals for support and safety can help them to take positive actions, uh, reduce their feelings of hopelessness, and then follow up, supportive and ongoing contact. It's going to be an important part of suicide prevention, especially for individuals after they've been discharged from a hospital or other healthcare care settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are resources to help. There is a new 988 phone number. So like 911 for emergency services, 988 is a suicide and crisis line that started in January. Just a three-digit number to call, text, or chat that connect people to the existing National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline. Mm. That 24-hour lifeline, if you want to call them, is 1-800-273-8255. That's 273-TALK. And if you need help with resources, you can always give us a call at Community Services at 824-1140. And that 988 Suicide and Crisis Line um, that started, that is for not only people who might be struggling with thoughts of suicide themselves, Mm -hmm. but it's also a good resource if you yourself know someone who may be struggling. Contact that line as well to get tips on, on what to do or how to you know, proceed. Yeah, it's overwhelming for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And how do you help someone? And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's what we really want. We don't want a, you know, a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and don't I think for, be, go ahead. I was just going to say, for so many of us, I, I think if someone you knew came up to you and said, I'm feeling suicidal, most of us don't know what to say or do. So mm-hmm. it's good to have some skills. And we, our natural tendency is probably to avoid wanting to talk about it because it is so scary. It's scary. Right. It really you is. Know? Yeah. And especially if it's a loved one, it's, you, know, you know you want to do something, but you don't know sometimes what's the right thing to do. Or so say. I think, or yeah. say yeah. yeah. And so the 988 line is there to help. Um, and, you know, basically keep be there, keep them safe, help them stay connected, and follow up. Yep. I think the bottom line to all of that is there is help. Yes. And it's right here. Just reach out. Mm-hmm. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. And so getting the help that you need can help you to get over that hump. Uh, and then hopefully things will look better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Tim, uh, September also means uh, it won't be long before we'll be picking up our leaves. You know, mine are just starting to fall. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a bunch of oak trees, so this is always a big deal for me. Fall leaf brush cleanup. Uh, you yeah. can drop off the brush at the county landfill, uh, fall leaves there. Uh, before we know it, we're going to be raking them up and preparing our yards for winter. The They can bring your leaves to the... Um, and brush out to the Crow Wing County Landfill for free. The wow. Com- that's free. The compost facility is open 8 to 5, Monday through Saturday. So when you're picking up your leaves, uh, feel free to bring them out to the landfill or any brush. They also have a business electronics uh, collection event going on out at the landfill on Thursday, September 15th. That'll be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is an opportunity for businesses in particular to dispose of old electronics. So computers, monitors, circuit boards, printers, scanners, wires and cables, (laughs) telephones. You can give our solid waste office a call at 218-824-1290 if you have any questions about it. And then our household hazardous waste facility is that drop-off is free. So if you think about latex paints, household cleaners, batteries, mercury devices, automotive products, yard and garden pesticides. I think we've joked before, if you throw it in your fish tank and the fish tank and the fish die, it's a household hazardous waste. There it is. Bring it out to the landfill for free, and we will take care of responsibly disposing of it. Oftentimes, like the paints, um, if that stuff is still reusable, we also then recycle it, and people can pick up stuff mm-hmm. from That's the good. household hazardous waste. So um, we try to reuse as part of recycling. That's so uh, nice to have the leaf and brush drop off free, too, because mm-hmm. so, we're all going to clean it up. Here's a place to take it. So for those of you that don't pick up your leaves, there's no good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we know uh, we made it through the primary election, but now here comes the general election. And early voting starts pretty soon, doesn't it, Yes, Tim? it does. And, you know, the election season really usually does start kicking in more intensely after Labor Day. So I would expect that to start happening and we'll see ads more and uh, more. Uh, absentee voting for the November 8th general election. Election starts on September 23rd, which is just around the corner. So voters who wish to vote early, you can come to the historic courthouse during our regular business hours from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday at 326 Laurel Street in Brainerd. You can vote by absentee ballot in person at the elections office. You can visit mnvotes.org to apply for an absentee ballot, or you can do so when you come in. You can find your polling place at menvotes.org. You can check your registration status, view a sample ballot for your precinct. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always give our elections office a call at 218-824-1051. Yeah, I I think it's so convenient uh, for those of us that are right here in town uh, for one reason or another to stop by the courthouse, get that voting done early, because has, you don't need a reason anymore. No, it has become a much more convenient option, mm-hmm. and especially for people that can't stand in line. Yeah. So yeah. I do see a fair number of uh, folks coming in that have some kind of disability device with sure. them. Sure. Yep. And so that's kind of a cool thing. They don't have to stand in line and they can wait. We used to, You used to have to have a reason. Mm-hmm. You were going to be gone from your polling place on election yeah. day. And now we have what's called no excuse early voting or yep. absentee voting. So yeah. you really don't need a reason other than it's more convenient for you to do it that way. Yeah. Um, so just encourage folks, whether you come out early and vote absentee at the courthouse, or on election day, November 8th, get out and vote. We Again, make, no excuses. You can will, vote. <laughs> yes, you can vote. And we will make sure your vote counts. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So, Tim, I know, too, as we get closer into fall, let's talk about the ATV trails within Crow Wing County. What's the status on those at this time of year? You know, we have a lot of activity going on, especially as hunting season starts. I think Mm -hmm. we see even more activity. And we just want to make sure that our young people are as safe as possible out there. Um, So for your listeners, just to understand some of the rules around those who are under 18, ages 12 to 15, they can operate on trails as long as they've completed the state ATV safety course and uh, successfully completed the hands-on safety class. Mm. Anyone 16 and over, born after July 1st of 87, must complete the ATV online course to be certified to operate an ATV. Lastly, anyone under the age of 18 is required to wear a helmet. However, it's a great idea for everyone to wear one. Other restrictions may apply, so make sure and check the most current registrations before hitting the trails. It is a beautiful time in the Lakes area, so we want you to be out there and ride safe. If you want to see a list of public trails for ATV riding, you can check our website at crowwing.us. Awesome. Yeah. It's a great time of year to be getting out in a lot of public yeah. lands in Crow Wing County. So, um, you know, the public lands we maintain is part of what keeps Crow Wing County looking like Crow Wing County. Yeah, and like there's that. a lot of ATV trails out there. There but, really is. But we need people to be safe. Yeah, be safe. And, you know, the last person you want to see when you're out riding your ATV is a law enforcement officer with an ambulance. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Very and true. It's, it, you know, it's just be safe out there. Uh, Tim, another thing the county does, you have an adult protection team, don't you? Yeah, and, you know, it is a sad thing to me that we see more activity in this regard. But I'm a baby boomer. You know, we're the largest generation in American history. We're retiring. We're getting older. Yes, we are. Uh, We're also one of the wealthier generations in American history. And so that necessarily means that we are finding more cases of adults who are in need of protection, sometimes from their own loved ones. Oftentimes it's financial theft, Mm -hmm. uh, things of that sort. But it could also be abuse and neglect as we get older and become less able to sort of defend ourselves. We become more vulnerable. Um, I suppose if we live long enough, we turn back into babies, don't we? Mm, Kind of, Uh, yeah. And so we just want to make sure that if anybody sees anything out there that looks suspicious to us, you can give us a call. We have an adult protection team. It's a collaborative team that includes local professionals with backgrounds in social work, guardianship, veteran services, senior care, law enforcement, mental health, financial services, emergency care, long-term care facilities, and more. Mm-hmm. So during the month of September, um, we're going to be, we have some local businesses that are assisting us to build awareness and support around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just want to make sure that our uh, folks out there know this is an issue, mm-hmm. and it probably will be growing over the course of time as the baby boomers continue to age. It's another one of those, if you see something, maybe say something, yeah. because wouldn't you rather you know, make a difference, a positive difference in someone's life, than let them go on with something that they're being taken advantage of? Yeah, so. and, if, and if somebody says something that, you know, they... They, they saw something, and so they said something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, that can be, that can feel like someone prying mm-hmm. into your business. Um, I always figure there's really nothing to hide here. And so as long as it is on the up and up, if you can handle the front page smell test, mm-hmm. if it could happen on the front page of the dispatch and you wouldn't be embarrassed by it, uh, that is what we're shooting for. Uh, yep. And so... Just treat people with the dignity and respect that they deserve and um, take into account 
they worked awfully hard in their lives. And yep. I think about my own parents when I think about these questions. I had the mm-hmm. blessing of taking care of my parents as they aged and as they passed from this life into the next and holding their hands as they went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bittersweet. It's a blessing. Uh, I am thankful every day that I took the time to do that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I just encourage folks, let's let our uh, seniors age in place with as much dignity and respect as we can muster. And as they deserve. As they deserve. You yes. bet. Well said. Um, I saw the uh, newspaper articles about uh, the county board and some of the uh, testimony and, and statements that were given by some of our uh, recovered addicts. Yeah. And we, that was really special, I thought. September is also recovery month. And so um, knowing that we have lots of folks in our community that are suffering from addiction issues of any kind, and that can be opioids, it could be alcohol, it could be meth, it could be marijuana. Uh, Right now, I believe the number one thing that we still send people to treatment for in Crow Wing County is not alcohol, it's meth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that should surprise people. I hope it kind of shocks them. It does. Um, In 2021, we had more than 900 Crow Wing County residents sought treatment for addiction. Um, the Recovery Month recognition promotes and supports evidence-based treatment and recovery practices. Obviously, the goal is that by sharing stories of recovery and hope, it's going to speak to people who may be continuing to struggle and send them a message that maybe they can do it too, to they inspire yep. others in the community to take the same positive steps for themselves. It's not just a time to applaud those who, have re- who are in recovery from addiction. It is such a thing, but it is also about trying to recognize the staff and the collaboration of community members, and most importantly, for those of you out there still struggling with addiction, there is hope. There is a recovery on the other side. There, there are resources. Is. And yeah. I can attest to this myself. Um, the recovery community here in Crow Wing County in this area, mm-hmm. per se, is amazing. They and are. there is absolutely help for you. And there is light on the other side mm-hmm. of that tunnel that you are sitting in. Um, please reach out. I'm guessing this number, I'm looking at the 900 uh, residents in our county that sought treatment. I bet you there's three times that that really could use treatment right now and are are just scared to take that first step. I'm telling you, take the step. Please take the step. You will save yourself a lot of agony, and there's so much help out there, and it's fantastic on the other side. They say one in ten people struggle with some form of addiction. There's 62,000 people in growing County, mm-hmm. so the math is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yep. That means there are a lot of folks who continue to struggle with it on a daily basis. And, and you'd be surprised who you may know to. that is, is dealing with it. Yeah, you it know? cuts across all socioeconomic. It doesn't um, discriminate. It does not discriminate at all. It nope. doesn't matter how much you make. Nope. No. Uh, I don't think addiction cares how much doesn't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, nope. you know, and, uh, and this feeds back into September is Recovery Month. It is also Suicide Prevention Month, and mm-hmm. some folks who are in recovery and can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, unfortunately, have been known to take their lives. That's true. Uh, and so these things are related to our mental health. They aren't are. They? Yes, they are. Yeah. And so talking more openly about these kinds of things. One in 10 people, if one in 10 people suffered from a broken leg, do you think we would be having the same character conversation? Uh, this is a disease. It's obviously a disease because no person in their right mind would, would continue this. to do no. this. Yeah. Nobody would choose it. And and so you can see that there is a it, it is a mental health problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some And it's not thing to be ashamed of no because you are certainly not alone and the one in ten i think is being 
little generous. I mean, it's. I'm guessing it's more than not, we even know. I'm not sure there really is a normal yeah, on the right? mental health spectrum. That I think is it's very probably true. more of a continuum. And yep. aren't we all struggling with something? Yep. Yeah. There's and no so, doubt. And so, you know, let's be kind to each other mm-hmm. uh, because we're all struggling to make ends meet, put food yep. on the table, put a roof over our head, clothes on our back, and sometimes that's not easy. Yeah. Truth. Well said. Truth, truth. But there's help. There is All help. the way around. Always. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Tim, uh, a lot of ground covered here, but we always appreciate you coming by to talk about happenings in the county. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. I'm sure we'll take a little deeper dive in the election at that point. Yeah, next month. Next month, yes. Uh, (laughs) Definitely be taking a look at uh, some of the races on the ballot. Okay, very good. Tim, thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Our guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.